Hey everyone, join us as we talk to Rob Carlson from the SBDC and find out what services might be available for your small business. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters, brought to you by Texas Quality Assurance, where quality management gets simplified. I'm Darcy. I'm Kyle. And we have a special guest today, Rob. Say hi. Hi, Rob Carlson. <laughs> you wave. They can't see you wave. You <laughs> oh. Okay, so I have a little blurb about Rob. He's with the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center. I guess Texas Gulf Coast Network, is that your region? That's the region, and, and I'm actually an employee of San Jacinto College, okay. and we are part of the network. So let's okay. explain real quick what Small Business Development Center well, is. Well, hold on. I got to do, I got to tell all the great things about Rob so everybody knows. Okay, fine. <laughs> Rob is a graduate of Brig Brigham Young University with a BA in economics and attained his Master of International Management from the Thunderbird School of Global Management. Rob has extensive U.S. domestic and international business experience with corporations, universities, and government agencies. He is well-versed and knowledgeable in general management, project, and business development, relationship building, synthesizing, problem resolution, importing, and exporting. Fun fact, he is fluent in oral and written Japanese. Wow. That's something new I learned about you today. What is your intro? Welcome back to Quality Matters, brought to you by Texas Quality Assurance, where quality management gets simplified. That's too long. Well, no, what I'm saying is because your name doesn't really translate, translate. easily. Gotcha. So in Japanese, what you do for foreign words that mm -hmm. you just want to use, they have uh, a phonetic alphabet they use for foreign words. So Texas becomes Tekisusa. Oh, wow. So, you know. So Take Interesting. Take, take, take no. Maybe he isn't fluent, and he <laughs> just <laughs> he just put that in his bio to sound okay. cool. In that case, once he starts going, everything's in Japanese. <laughs> it will be a great interview. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what SBDC is, because that's a big reason I want to have Rob on here, because. Most of our customers, I think most of our listeners, uh, come from a small business, and I had no idea everything that you guys do and can help with. Well, the, the small business development centers are funded by the Small Business Administration. We There's grant funding that comes in. So one of the nice things about working with us is that uh, you don't pay for our services. Uh, we're funded by the... Uh, the SBA, mm -hmm. the college provides some matching funds, and we go out and do our work. I, I like to say we help pe people start their small business, uh, or um, if they already have one, to grow and prosper it. 
Uh, we help people throughout the life cycle of a business, whether it be starting up and considering things like, well, what type of entity should I have? Is a DBA okay? Do I need a LLC, a limited liability company, or, or something else? Uh, if they're looking for funding, we can help them assess whether they're ready to get it, and right. if they need a business plan or financial projections to satisfy a banker, uh, we can help them uh, put those together. Uh, HR issues, marketing, uh, all kinds of things. And our, our clients run the full gamut of everything from uh, service providers. I have several restaurants. I have a quality management. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> now, where are we going for lunch? <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> so, you know, it, it just whatever it may be. Uh, I have one company that's exporting to Nigeria. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting stuff. Now, you've got a little bit of a background in the quality management world yourself. Yes, I do. Uh, well, be immediately before joining the SBDC, which I did two years ago, I was retired for about two and a half years. Um, prior to that, I had uh, been president of a small uh, Japanese-owned company here in Houston. We were involved in the space station program. Oh, cool. And uh, about in 2008, the, our ultimate customer, who was the Japanese Space Agency, uh, decided that all of its contractors and subcontractors needed to be ISO 9001-2005 at the time right. certified. So we went through the process to get ourselves have a quality management system and certified. It was actually it turned out to be a good experience. Uh, <laughs> the first thing we did is we looked around for somebody to help us because uh, I had had absolutely no experience with quality management systems and the man who was the president of the company at the time neither had he. He had worked in organizations where they had QMS but he personally hadn't been involved in it. We reached out, we found a consultant to help us um, they walked us through the process. It, one of the things we insisted on is we wanted our QMS to fit the way we work rather than us having to customize how we work right. to fit with some preconceived notion of what QMS <laughs> is. Right. And by the time we were done, I think we had a really good system good. in place. It worked. It did not disrupt our processes. Rather, it really helped us to be a better company. Yeah, and, and that's that's the goal of all of this. Unfortunately, it doesn't always happen. So we get brought in probably at least, you know, maybe once or twice a year to help clean up a mess from what someone else had put in, but yeah. Well, I understand that. It can be intimidating. Also, it takes a mindset change, not only in management, but in all the employees, because it's really something that impacts everything a business does. It, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And it takes a certain kind of person to lead that charge. Like, I wanted to comment when you started talking about the smile on your face just lit up, and I thought, now I know why you and Kyle get along so well. Like, y'all just eat this stuff up. Well, I'm really a process person, and, and I didn't realize that. And I think QMS actually was one of the things that helped me re realize how much I like to have processes. Yeah. 
because uh, that's what it, the RQMS was all about. I mean, we had a, a one-page diagram mm -hmm. that sh where we could summarize all our processes. Yeah. Now, we were a service organization, so we didn't have any of the design and development. We didn't right. do any manufacturing. So there were a whole, there's a large swath of QMS that we didn't have to have in right. our system. Yeah, it, uh, it's traditional design development. My gosh, that can complicate things. Yeah, it's its own little system within a system, and oh, it can get it can get messy if you're not if you're not careful about it. But uh, no, it is. I mean, it, the I whole idea of process approach, like you know, I, I talk to the kids about it and be like, okay, well, you know, well, what's the output you're trying to get here? And they're telling me they need one thing, they need something else. Well, what are you trying to get? Okay, why do you need that? And it's just so often how many times people think they need something and they just have a goal that they're trying to satisfy that they've not even articulated mm -hmm. and they think they need something to meet the less than articulated goal. And it's like, no, let's let's step back a little bit. What are you trying to accomplish? Why does it even matter? And that, that changes everything. It really does. It really does. And it really can work with your kids. I mean, we, we even do it with our five-year-old yeah. when she's demanding things. <laughs> like, what's the end result here? Okay, we can do this a different way. Yeah. Well, I, I, at my church, I you know, have a role there. And when I first got the position, I said, okay, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. And everybody who had been previously in it they said, well, we're doing this, we're doing that. And said, okay, time out, time out. <laughs> I need to understand that. Let's go back to the beginning. And mm -hmm. you start at the beginning point. What are we doing? Who are our customers, if you mm -hmm. will? And then move forward from that. It, and actually, we got it down to a nice one-page little chart as well. <laughs> <laughs> I like one page. I like simple. Yes. <laughs> I think Kyle has threatened to do that in a certain capacity at our church as well. And yes. he, he has threatened, like he's tried to set a time and date, and then he says, I'm just going to show up, but yeah. he's currently too busy with work to, well, to go yeah. do it. They, they call me in to help out with the, the AV stuff. and like, oh, my gosh, it, it's amazing what they have done, especially on a budget. But, my gosh, it's just a little hodgepodge piece here and there. But that's the same way so many businesses are. It's yes. just little hodgepodge pieces of we had a problem, we put something in place, we had an idea, we did something. And you lose the continuity with where you're trying to go as a business. Or only that person can use those things yes. because they know how it's supposed to be. <laughs> right. And well, that's the beauty of processes because it does allow it to be replicated. You can have when management changes, the, the transition is much easier. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, each time there's a change, it's a discovery process again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I tell folks like it's. There's this clause in the standard uh, organizational knowledge. And I tell folks, like, organizational knowledge does not mean document everything that every single person in your company knows. It's good to have good, competent people that can make good, competent decisions. But you just need to dissect just enough so that if your hotshot leaves, you know what to replace them with. Maybe you got to hire two people to replace them, but you know the skills and abilities that you're losing if that person leaves rather than documenting everything that everyone knows and winding up. I, I did an audit for a company once. They had developed an internal wiki page. And that was their goal, was everything that everyone knew about decisions and <laughs> options and anything they knew, they were to enter into this wiki page. And they had hours per day that were set aside for entering information into their wiki page. Hours per day? Yeah, they had, well, I mean, between all the employees, right? So like you had like so many, yeah, okay. you had so many 
Um, you had to spend, like, I think it was like two hours a week um, entering data into this wiki page. So do you think that's a good idea? Horrible. Okay. Horrible idea. Now, maybe extracting a little bit of useful information, but pouring hundreds of hours into documenting into a wiki page, it was so disorganized, it was so cluttered, like you needed a system just to manage the input of the data. So was that supposed to be their processes? That was how they wanted to meet organizational knowledge. Oh, okay. They wanted to record all of the knowledge of everyone in their organization. Hmm. I don't think it works that way. That's interesting. It is. That's why you have a job description. That's why you have competence. But they tried. They tried. Just I think it's a clever solution. <laughs> Rob, can you weigh in on this internal wiki page? I'm with Kyle. Okay. And, and I'll tell you the reason. <laughs> I'll trust the experts. <laughs> for one thing, anything that cumbersome, nobody's going to use. Yep. There's only one reason they use it. That's because they're forced to make inputs to it. Yes. Um, when, for example, Rob quits mm -hmm. and he's got 40 hours worth of effort in writing down what he does in there, nobody's going to read it. No. That's true. No. Uh, and maybe the person that takes Rob's place might be interested in looking through it. But uh, realistically, they would hire someone with similar skills and right. competence to Rob, and it's no longer necessary. Well, I remember one time uh, a guy that worked for him, I said, in fact, his name is Kyle, too. Uh -huh. Of course, he was competent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That just slipped out. Uh, no, but he, uh, you know, I said, hey, Kyle, I need you to do this. Here's how I'd do it. Right. And he, he listened to me describe how I'd do it. And he says, Rob, do you want me to do it or do you want me to do what you do? Right. And boy, that taught me a lesson I've never forgotten. Here's what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. um, as long as I get it, I really don't care which roads he takes to get to mm -hmm. it. Yep. And I think that's, I mean, like you said, bringing in somebody that has competence. Yeah. They can figure out those roads. They may need some help mm -hmm. initially, but mm -hmm. they may make improvements and changes that uh, yeah increase. He never everything. considered before. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, you can do it that way. It's a fine line that you, you have to flirt with. Is the more you document, the more you control the process. In theory, it makes it more repeatable, more standardized, could reduce nonconformities but it slows you down so much that you can't change, you can't improve, you can't right. adapt. And you know, it's really kind of the big breakdown between small business and big business. You can have a company with 100 employees doing the same thing that a company with 10,000 does. But the company with 100 employees can make a change in six weeks that the big company might take six years. Mm -hmm. That's so true. You just have to get so incredibly rigid, but that, that's, that's a big reason why I enjoy working with small business most of all. Yeah. It's like you can actually see the impact that's being made. We're not just putting these rigid structures in place to, to remain forever. You know, in, in Japanese, they use a word kaizen. Yeah. And actually, it's become English now almost. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. And it's the incremental changes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you make a 1% improvement per year, yeah, go out a couple of years and pretty soon you go, wow. Yeah. We're really different. Yeah. Particularly if it's 1% in each step along the process. Yeah. Cumulatively. Mm -hmm. You're getting home runs. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, people talk about that like, oh, wow, that sounds so great. But like, 
maintaining that pace is difficult and that's where documentation yes. comes into play it's like okay well we made a change fantastic is this a change that we intend to repeat if the answer is yes you document it if the answer is no we're not going to repeat it this was just a one-off okay fine keep moving forward let's not let's not integrate it into our, our permanent system i like that but uh yeah it's it's just crazy how much uh otherwise you have a wiki yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, stuff in there it's just insane insane i mean again i understand what they were doing but they they took it the wrong wrong direction yeah but uh so tell me a little bit more i guess uh you know because we want to have you on talk a little bit about sbdc so how did you get involved in doing this how'd you go from you know working for you know a japanese company and space station to small business development center you know, you remember years ago there was a commercial about the guy who says, I like their razors so much I bought the company. <laughs> well, what it was, when I was at Jams America, we were looking at a new business line and we were going to need to seek outside funding. And so we talked to somebody who says, hey, you need to meet this guy, Herb Hildebrand, at the uh, SBDC. Hmm. And so I got an introduction, met him. Uh, I was applying to theirs for about two years, mm -hmm. uh, well, in fact, until the company shut down. Mm -hmm. And uh, Herb and I just hit it off, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as friends. And so we'd get together for lunch every couple of months, even after I was retired and was right. enjoying life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when was it? Early in 2019, he says, we may have some openings coming up. Are you interested? He says, only if it's part-time. Okay. I don't want to work full time. I'm kind of liking this not having a daily schedule. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, one thing led to another. And so uh, he, uh, he told me that, hey, we do have an opening. Uh, it's got to be full time. Are you interested? Oh, man. Uh. And I thought about it. And I, I, this is 2019. I was looking ahead to what. I felt was going to happen in the economy. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a pandemic by any stretch. <laughs> but I did feel that, you know, we had been having such a good run in the economy that there might be a correction coming. I thought, you know what, it may not be bad to have a job during a downturn, one that is funded by the federal government, is fairly safe position. Yeah. Plus, I, I have to confess, the, uh, man, the benefits at the college are really good. The health plan is, it's the same one all the, the teachers, throughout, mm -hmm. all the yeah. educators throughout the state have. It's a great plan. So I said, I'll do it. Okay. And what I found out is I absolutely love the job. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's so fun, just all the different businesses you run into. <laughs> and just, you know, people have these ideas that, man, I would never have thought you could make a business of this. <laughs> um, you, know, you know, and I've had everything from, a, say, a tattoo parlor <laughs> to, like I mentioned, the, the, a company that's manufacturing uh, some cosmetics, exporting them to Nigeria. I mean, yeah. it goes everywhere. You get to see it all kinds of different things. things. <laughs> um, I, I've... Uh, figuratively and sometimes literally cried with my restaurant clients, uh, the troubles they've had over oh, the yeah. past two years. Mm -hmm. um, anybody in the hospitality industry, uh, uh, event planners, yeah. right. event senders, uh, 
One of the fun ones I've really enjoyed is finding out about food trucks and food trailers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's something that, you know, hey, I mean, when I grew up, they were called roach coaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's the way you thought about yeah. it. But now it's like yeah. the hip new thing. Oh, it is. And, you know, I enjoy them. I enjoy going and trying food at them because yeah. it's unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I've had clients who have been starting those, and it, it's really just, I learn so much every day. Yeah. Well, cool. you have been such a blessing to us. I know we've, just for our listeners, we've met with Rob, I don't know how many times. I don't, yeah. I don't even remember how you came across the SBDC, Kyle, but it's it been. During the, the pandemic last year when everything was shut down, and I'm like, we got to find something. We, we got to make some improvements. And, I, you know, like you said, you've connected us to marketing. I think we've talked to, I think we talked to her before with, you know, law questions. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I mean, he, you've come and sat with us and helped us plan oh, yeah, pricing and monthly plans. And, I love that. Know. Well, see, and, and since Kyle and I are both very much process-oriented and visually oriented, I mean, we had post-its all over the room, big, yeah. you know. Yes. The, Send the, help. <laughs> uh, we did that. We had dumb, dark chocolate promises. Yes. Yeah. So, and, hey, they, was really good. I will, they bribed me with chocolate to stay. <laughs> I have to confess, I forgot to bring the chocolates this morning. I bought some. I have them in my office. Oh, man. I forgot. So now you, now you have to eat them. Uh, well, life's tough. <laughs> <laughs> the sacrifices we make. That's right. <laughs> well, we need to get this. Uh, well, hold on. Before oh, we do. Something else? Well, just how can somebody get a hold of you if oh, they yeah. need to? Okay. I... Let me tell you, I'll give you an email address. It's probably the simplest way to do it. And it's sbdc at mark sjcd.edu. And the SJCD stands for the San Jacinto College District. And that'll be the way that goes. And actually, Tabitha, our senior administrator, and myself are the only two that see the emails that come in on that. Okay. So, uh, so if you want to harass it. Rob, make, yes. you can send an email there and just know well, it's I'll not for Tabitha. Well, no, I, Tabitha sees him, so I'll say, Tabitha, <laughs> somebody's mad at you. <laughs> 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 oh. But no, it has. It's been a, a real pleasure working with you here this last, I guess, year and a half now almost. So it, it's been great. So definitely want to make certain that folks have uh, the information that mm-hmm. these programs are out there there's great folks to help you out and you know especially now that the economy's starting to mostly get back on track and you know definitely a good time to uh, if you got an idea to start something new it's a great way to go about doing it well i appreciate it very much and i look forward to continuing to work with you (laughs) absolutely all right thanks rob thank you Hey, this is Kyle with Texas Quality Assurance here for the Quality Matters podcast. want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you're listening, we know that you understand that quality matters in your organization. Heck, quality matters at home, at church, our government, you name it. But if you are like so many other organizations that we work with and are having a hard time getting that message across to your team or perhaps just struggling with the implementation of a system, let us know our coaching and training systems are available for use for you so that we can help you put the edge of quality in your organization so you can get back to doing work that matters.